present for Christmas was Ryan. Hey folks, welcome to Punch Lines. It's December 13th and you know, it's been hard without Ryan. Wait, what does the giant marquee say at the South Point? Wait, what? What? Look, look, it's a Christmas miracle. Ryan's back. Ryan's back from New York. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ryan's back. Ryan's back for Punchlines. He's back. Matt Nathan was great, but Ryan's back. It's a Christmas miracle. I don't want to get hit by a car. Ryan's back. <laughs> yes, welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And that's a little video I did if you saw my tweet. I did that around midnight last night. And uh, we're very excited because Ryan is back, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan, Ryan is back. Oh, look at him. Oh, my oh God, my ladies God. and gentlemen. Ryan, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Are we bothering you doing yeah, the show? Yeah. Oh, he's got the. Now, listen, if Sean you watch. Stilato. Now, if you watch the show every day, and we're very thankful that you do, how many subscribers are we up to? Up over 870, I saw. 870. We're, we're, we're climbing towards 1,000 uh, the next week or two, we hope. And uh, anyway, so Ryan was off for a couple days. He went to New York to see his. Uh, his uh, high school childhood friend, Daniel Bellinger, played yep. for the New York Giants. His friend, Daniel, still not sure because Daniel was supposed to be on the show one day. And then he got sick and didn't make it on the show. But we're going to get him in the future. Anyway, Ryan, you're in New York. Tommy DeVito is the talk of the town, as yes, you know. I'm actually wearing, you could say Christmas colors, but I also have, look at this. It's also the Italian flag, green, red, and white. So I'm still in Tommy DeVito mode. And you have come back. When, when have you ever seen him dressed like Johnny Cash like this? Ryan is dressed in black pinstripes. Like Tommy DeVito. Is it now Ryan McCormicko? Yeah, we can we can go with that. There you go. So how was your trip McCormick. to New York? It was great. It started off uh, five minutes. I got my, my hand smashed in the Uber door. <laughs> um, like, door shut. My fingers Well, who shut the door? The, uh, well, it's my uh, my best friend's wife. Okay. She slammed the door on my fingers. So Perhaps maybe she's not a fan of you. Maybe uh, I guess so. Maybe but. your friend says, you know, you know, everyone has one friend. Uh, that to the significant other, they blame everything wrong. Like, ah, oh, man, I, I didn't want to do it. But, you know, Ryan, he wanted to go out drinking all night. It's Ryan's. And then, therefore, the significant other ends up hating you. But this was a pure accident. Your hand was smashed. No injury, though. I don't see a cast no, or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's just uh, not Justin Herbert. Bruised fingernail. A bruised That's fingernail? Almost, okay. Yeah, well, the kids finger will think you painted thing, yeah. it and that you're hip and you're woke. Yeah. And you maybe. have the riz. <laughs> My riz is here. Got it in New York. So you're in New York. What happens? Yeah. Um, so Saturday... Dan wasn't feeling well, so we didn't get to see him a He's whole lot. He's still sick. Okay, so yeah. it's legit. He's so sick. We, All right. uh, we went to the city, got to show my friend Jack the 9-11 Museum and the Statue okay. of Liberty. Um, those are the two things that he really wanted to do. Nice. And then we ended up going back. Um, saw Daniel that night because he was feeling a little bit better, but then he went to bed. And then Sunday. Um, he went to bed at night? That's so weird. Okay, normally anyway. works, I think. And then uh, <laughs> Sunday, he went to the facility, um, got cleared by trainers and everything, came back at about like two-ish. So we got lunch with him, hung out with him for the rest of Sunday. Monday, we went into Game town. Day. We went into Central Park and everything. And then I was going to try to get us back to get a little on-site at MetLife during the show, but it didn't work out. Couldn't get back in time. You don't care about it. You didn't care about us. <laughs> you, were, you were in New York mode. I was, I was trying, man. Forgot it's, about your bread and butter back here in faster. Vegas. And then uh, got to enjoy the game Monday night. Yeah. and uh, You saw a classic game. That was, it was brutally cold, brutally yeah. windy, but it was, it was an awesome game. But the Tommy DeVito, the comeback, franchises. the win. I mean, uh, Monday night football. What, that's a great, you picked a great game to go see your buddy play. Yep. And so, so uh, your buddy, Daniel Bellinger, uh, I looked at the prop bet. It was over 15, 15 and a half yards, which is over. Yes, it was. So I bet some money on it, and I sent a screen grab of me betting that. I sent it to Ryan, and uh, it was over 15 and a half. And how many yards did Daniel Bellinger end up with? He had two catches for 15 yards. 15 yards, ladies and gentlemen. I lost by a half yard. I'm like, come on, he's going to do it. He's going to have a big game. He's got his buddies there. He had a half much yard. more looks. He had the looks, but he lost some reps to Lawrence Cager because he wasn't in practice that week. Okay. So, so, damn it! Yeah. I, you know, when you lose, you know, when you lose a bet by a half yard, that's 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 a tough one. That's yep. a tough pill. Yep. A half yard, but anyway, the Giants got the win, and you had a blast okay. in New York. That's yep. awesome. I think you saw that we had some fun with you. We had you uh, as the Home Alone as Kev Kevin yep. from Home Alone, and then we had you in a Gatorade work. bath. Uh, Matt Neverd, who filled in for you, uh, made a couple funny videos or a couple funny graphics. 
And uh, yeah, last night at midnight, I was running through the parking lot screaming, Ryan's back. Little Jimmy Stewart, little It's a Wonderful Life. But how beautiful does it look outside at the South Point Casino? That's where we do the show from live every day. Take a look behind me. We've got the sports book. we got a cowboy on a phone, which always looks weird to see a cowboy on a phone, right? He should be like, you know, sitting around a fire eating a tray of beans or something. Anyway, no fun. No we got a lot of cowboys here. The rodeo's in town. These couldn't be nicer people. Ryan, I was telling the story yesterday. It happened to me again. I left the business center where I print out the magic, also known as the script for the show. Um, oh, look, there's me. Hey, look. I'm on TV. Um, I came out of the business center again today, Ryan. And a gentleman behind me again. This is the second day in a row it's happened. I, they can vouch for me. Someone with spurs walked behind me for my entire... Now, this might have been the same... Pro this could be a super fan of punchlines. But I came walking out of the business center. And yeah, so I just hear ching, ching. And you know, then I start to walk a little faster, right? I pick up the pace and it's ching, 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 ching. <laughs> so I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm like, is this the same guy who followed me yesterday? Different guy. But, uh, I mean, this is the busiest I've seen the South Point since I've been here doing the show for a couple months, three, whatever, three months. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy all weekend. So a lot of action down here at the Sportsbook and at the South Point and couldn't be nicer people. They actually they're the people when you're running for an elevator, the rodeo people legitimately do try to hold the open button for you. Like if you have stuff in your hands, you're like, oh, hold it. A lot of times people go, oh, I don't know which button. The cowboy folk, they will find that button or you know what they'll do? They'll take their lasso and just. Shut the door and keep it open, pry it open. So very nice people. We're having a good time here. So, uh, and by the way, today on the show, oh, I should mention today on the show, we have Steve Stallworth. Steve Stallworth, who is the uh, the general manager of the Equestrian Center here at South Point, will be here. To, we've never met. I've never met Steve. Have you met Steve? I have not. He's here now. He's sitting over there. We're going to talk to him in a second. <laughs> very excited. Got a lot of ties to the community and UNLV. So, <coughs> excuse me. Actually, I only see his legs. <laughs> he's behind the monitor, but I know he's here. I see a giant belt, butt, belt, belt buckle. Oh, there he is. Okay. All right. He looks exactly like you want him to look like, ladies and gentlemen. And he'll be here to talk all about the rodeo and stuff going on here at the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, today is December 13th, 2023, and it's show number 46, Ryan. And, uh, you know, it's a tricky collage to come back to. There's not a lot. The only 46 that popped into my head, and I don't know why, there's a guy who played for the Bears when I was a kid named Gary Fensick. And I believe he was on the 85 Bears. And I, I, I'm pretty sure he was number 46. Not a lot of number 46. So you called an audible, as the super producer is allowed to do. Ryan McCormick, what did you do? We went with uh, famous athletes that are age 46. Yeah, that, are, that have turned 46 years old. All right, let's not. I never see these. Let's take a look. Here we go. Ah, Becky Hammond right there. Is that her on the lower left yep. in her playing days? Yep. Now, is she, she's the coach of? The Aces. The Aces that, that are back-to-back -back champions yes, here in Las Vegas. Yes, and I believe the first female to actually interview for some NBA assistant head coach and head coach, because she was with uh, Popovich yep, in, in San, San Antonio. Antonio. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when that Becky Hammond gets a shot at the NBA and coaching a men's team. Yep. And uh, I mean, look what she's done with the Aces, two titles in a row. I mean, that's on the resume, and it's like any NBA team has to go, okay, we have to seriously consider her. Instead of some of these retread guys that you see like 30 jobs in the NBA who have never won, give Becky a shot, right? I mean, what do you think? Do you think she gets to five titles and then and then tries to go to the NBA? I, I don't know what it's going to take, but it's going to happen. She's going to be the first one. Without a doubt, she will be the first female ho uh, coach of a major sport. All right, Floyd Mayweather Jr. is 46 already? Yep. Money Mayweather, wow. That's hard to believe. And he lives here in Vegas, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. And we, we talked about this before on the show. He, he used to always post pictures of his tickets, right? He'd make these outrageous bets. Of course, he always just posted the winners. He never posted the losers. But uh, yeah, yeah, Vegas he hasn't is posted in a while. Yeah, he hasn't posted in a while. So we don't know if he's won. Now, I see a Boston Bruin there because, as we know, Ryan is a big hockey fan. I know this guy, Chara. I'm not going to take a, a shot at his first name. Is Zidano? Zidano. Big Z. Big Z. Yeah, I know he's a big guy. I know he's hurt the Penguins a lot, but uh, he's 46 years old. Yep. Yeah, the, the majority of that list, you probably oh, yeah, couldn't have told me that they were all 46, and I would have been, there's no way. Right. Oh, I didn't think Charles was. Uh, but Vince Carter. Now, you remember, Vince Carter played. He came into the NBA in the 70s, I think, Vince Carter. <laughs> he just came in. He had the big afro, came out of North Carolina, Dean Smith. No, Vince Carter was in the NBA. He must have played 23 years. I don't know how many. It's over 20 years. And, uh, of course, at one point was the slam dunk champ, high-flying Vince Carter, one of the most exciting players. He, he stayed around until he was 46 years old. That's amazing. 20, 22 seasons. 22. There you go. It's pretty close. Then, oh, wow, Ricky Williams. Ricky, and you got him in the Texas jersey there with the dreads. Is that him right there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Ricky Williams, great, one of the best college running backs I've ever seen. 
And then, do you remember what Mike Ditka did to get Ricky Williams? Nope. In the NFL draft, I'm Mike Ditka, of course, he had won the Super Bowl with the Bears. He goes to the New Orleans Saints to become the head coach and, I guess, GM. They probably gave him the autotomy. Is that the right word? I think so. Wait, what happened? And just gave me the, wait, what happened? So, uh, so one year, Ditka, in the draft, wanted Ricky Williams so badly that he traded all their picks for Ricky Williams. Like every pick. And then Mike Ditkin, I remember there was a famous video of him walking around like the draft, smoking a big cigar, and he's like, we got Ricky, we got Ricky. And everyone's like, yeah, you got Ricky Williams, but you gave up every other draft pick, right? His team traded every pick in the draft. Every pick! I was plus, being facetious, but it's... Plus two of its first three picks in the 2000 draft. Uh, what? For one man. It's not, and it's, you know, it's not, you're not, it's not Walter Payton. It's not Emmett Smith. You're getting an unproven pro, and they he literally traded away every plus two in the following year. Are you serious? That is insane. I mean, Ricky had a decent career. Uh, I remember he was kicked out of the league. This is one of the first guys, right, for for smoking marijuana, right? Yep. And then he came back with the Dolphins, I believe, and he had a pretty good career. Yeah, he had said that if the if marijuana was legal in his playing days, he'd be in the Hall of Fame for sure. He'd probably be one of the greatest running backs. Right, and again, legalize it for these athletes. It does. Way better than any of these pills. Again, you got big pharma. Don't get me political. But anyway, I'm, they, <laughs> I'm getting on my soapbox. You're by, the, by the way, if I stand, if I stand here, this is me. <laughs> Welcome to Punchlines. All right, so let's get back up on the. Oh no, people are gonna have to watch me get back up on this chair. I gotta do this pretty cool again. All right, here we go. It's like a booster seat at Pappins. That was a restaurant in Pittsburgh I went to when I was a kid. All right, one of the GOAT receivers of all time, Randy Moss. I believe he went to Marshall University uh, with Chad Pennington and J-Dub. Remember, he played hoops there, too, with uh, White Chocolate, Jason Williams, who was probably one of the best flashy point guards. Randy Moss, without a doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, he had that monster year with Tom Brady, who was also 46. They're both 46, both Hall of Famers. Both went, what, 16-0 in the regular season and then lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, yep. which was one of the greatest days if you were a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Because uh, it kept them from winning the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah, that was just great. Eli Manning owns Tom Brady. Beat him twice. What's with the de the hair on Tom Brady in that photo you found? I think he's that's his uh, return to New England after he retired. Oh yeah, when he came back to get yeah, yeah right. So he was doing his run down and he was the field. All fired up. Yeah, and so his hair was just blowing in the wind. Yeah, uh, that that looks it looks like the heat miser from the Christmas special, <laughs> a little bit. And by the way, that's the smallest Vince Carter picture in the world. But I like how he's just yeah, I had to. Fit him in there well, he's sitting up on Ricky Williams' shoulder. He's like, hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky, I'm Vince Carter. How you doing? I don't know if he talked like that. I don't think he did. When he was um, that small, yeah. What's that? Yeah, if when you're that, that small, small, your voice is yeah. that high. Hey, wait a second. Anyway, um, while you were gone, the Farley Parlay last Friday, we did a parlay. Uh, every Friday, me and Ryan and Alex do a, a parlay. Um, who did you take? I took the under and the Chiefs' bills. Under game. and the Chiefs' bills, which hit. Yep. Uh, Alex White took the Cowboys, minus three and a half. And I took the Texans minus three and a half against the Jets. How'd that turn out? I don't remember the final. They they scored only three points. Yeah, yeah. So that was a loss. So I lost the as my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> that could have been extra spending money right, for New York. I you'll apologize. cover the next Farley. <laughs> All right. I, you know, let's just do one fast take, and then we'll bring in our guest. Sounds good. And then we'll go back to the fast takes after we bring our guest in. I think this is a perfect segue. I want to go to uh, the National Day today, which is the National Day. It's National Day of the Horse. I mean, how apropos is having Steve Stallworth on the show? There it is. It celebrates the important role horses have played in the country's history, economy, military, and culture. And you found a beautiful photo of some uh, horses running in the snow. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. That's a nice touch. That's, that's what we missed about Ryan. There's a sensitivity about Ryan that he brings to the show. A lot of people would have showed like horses like racing or like doing something. You're like, you know what? Let's set a nice winter serene. <laughs> We've got here. the Christmas tree set up we so, do have a christmas tree right in front and you know I, we'll have steve we're going to talk about season. we don't know how much we paid for this tree. we're going to do a little game with it we'll bring steve in for that um we'll find out but i do want to say since it was national horse day i went over to the sports book right here at the south point casino the only casino in town i'm told that we have our sports book right here you can see the sports book here but over here on the other it's side of the hot dog cart or here what's that yeah it's not so much here as oh you're doing a little tommy boy um we have the only sports book separate from the sports book so you can go over there if you're a horse guy you go over there and there's people yelling on horses come on with the three come on with the six come on six let them go you get that stuff which is great 
Over here, you got your sports guys. And the hot dog cart is in the middle, which is always busy. It's $1.50 for a hot dog. There's me again. Look, I look like the tube dude outside mm. the car dealership. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted to bet on a horse. I figured it's National Horse Day. I'm going to go take some of my hard-earned money. I walked over. I grabbed a sheet. Tampa Bay Downs was about to go off. And uh, I saw a horse named My Man Vito. Oh, My Man Vito. I'm wearing the Italian colors. Let's get the whole look. There it is. So I'm like, all right, let's bet on My, my Man Vito. I put $3 on that. Now, I, didn't, I don't know what happened to the race yet. Now, Sean, Sean, who works on the show over here, does our graphics and is a big, uh, he's a big NBA guy, but he also likes the horses. But you work on our special new show, Race Day Las Vegas, with Ralph Soraka, right? And you guys are here early in the morning. It's 7 to 10 a.m. Pacific time, Wednesday through Sunday. No. I thought I was flowing. 7 to 8. 7 to 3 hours. Yeah, what a 7 to 8. So, well, I gave him the start time. I gave him post time, as the horse racers say. So it's 7 a.m. Wednesday through Sunday. You can watch Ralph here, Pacific Time, right here. It's our new show, Race Day Las Vegas. Numbers are crushing it. And uh, he has guests on, and they, and they give you picks in the races. So I blindly went over on Horse Day and took, I took my man Vito. I put $3 on him. He was 15 to 1. He's a long shot. So if this hits, if this is, this is 45 bucks, I'm buying Starbucks for everybody. Because we have a Starbucks right here at the South Point. It's open 24 hours. 24-hour Starbucks, which I hit last night at 11 o'clock before I went and shot that video at midnight. So I had a little caffeine burst. Um, so Sean tells me, well, you know what? We had one of our experts give out a pick today on race day with Ralph Soracco. They picked the number six horse, Space Runner, at five to one. All right, what are the results of the race? Did I win with my man, my man Vito? Or did our pick on the Ralph's, the Ralph's show win? Sean, do you know? What, what was the outcome of this race? Did I win? Oh my God. All right. My ticket's garbage. Here's your ticket right here. It won. Oh, wait. I crimpled up yours. Oops. <laughs> it's still good. Chris Andrews, you'll uh, take this, right? Okay. Uh, so, wait. You put $5 on the six horse to win, and this probably paid like uh, 25, 30 bucks. Uh, it actually jumped up to six. So, you got 30 bucks. Um, uh, okay. So, that's a pick. Someone gave that on a Ralph show. So, if you want horse winners, make sure you watch Race Day Live, Las Vegas. Uh, horses. There you go. <laughs> Mine lost my $3. Stupidly. I bet it blindly. And I went with my cousin Vito because of Vito Corleone and the Godfather. All right. Speaking of horses, we're going to bring in our guest right now. Uh, he might as well make his way in. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never met this gentleman, but he is the general manager of the equestrian center. He has ties to UNLV, which we'll get to. It's Steve Stallworth, ladies and gentlemen, Steve. Yay! Yeah, nice to meet you, Steve. Have a seat, sir. Frank, you guys are having way too much fun around here. I'm man. telling you, I'm we telling do. You. Well, the, they gave us the setting here at the South Point. We got the <laughs> studio right here in the sports book, and we have a great crew. We got Sean and Ann, our director, uh, Jerry, who's content manager. Our man, Jerry. Yeah. And then Ryan, who was in New York. He was in the big city. We got to get Ryan a little more fired up, though. Maybe a little more coffee <laughs> or something. I mean, you That's know. Ryan's style. I flew in at like, 12 o'clock last night. Oh, wait. He didn't <laughs> land till like midnight because I, I had sent him a. I had sent him the video I shot of me running around like an idiot in the parking lot last night. And he wrote back. He's like, this is really funny. But I could tell he must have just landed because I tried calling him an hour before and I went right to voicemail. I'm like, he's flying back. Okay. So basically what he's saying is he didn't really care about today's job. He took the red eye. He wanted to maximize his New York time. Hey, I made the I made the fit. You made the what? The fit. You did. The, uh, whatever. Yeah. The fit. He made the fit. Is that a clothing thing? Yeah. Your he's, outfit. Oh, the fit. Oh, see these kids today. I don't. <laughs> Do you understand this I, I, lingo? I didn't get that one either, Frank. <laughs> but you I look was up. just going with it. I anyway, Steve Sawworth, let's, let's make this show oh, about man. Steve now. <laughs> Ryan, he's, Ryan's back. Uh, uh, but anyway, Steve, thank you for being here. And how long have you been working here at the South Point and running this equestrian center? Wow. So, Frank, you got to go back um, before it was even open. So right. I've been with Michael Gaughan now 23 years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was at the Thomas and Mack Center 10 years. And then Mr. Gaughan hired me to build the Orleans Arena. Oh, wow. Okay. And Where Ann worked, I believe Ann worked. That's right. Other. Ann was with us over there. And uh, somewhere the first couple of years we were open, Mr. Gaughan says um, – Steve, he goes, I want to build an equestrian center at my new hotel. If you remember, this was going to be the South. It was the South Coast. For right. And I said, sir, I don't even know what that means. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I'll tell you, Frank, just a quick story. Yeah, uh, take your time. We called, I called every equestrian center in America. I called every association, every promoter. Thank God for Google, right? Anything that said horses on it, I called them. Right. <laughs> um, they all said, Steve, that's a horrible idea. That's right. <laughs> never going to work in Las Vegas. Right. It's way too, what you guys want to do, it's way too far from the central part of America, which is where all the horse activity sure. is. 
Uh, it's way too hot, and there are way too many distractions for these horse shows. Okay. So, of course, I reported that back to Mr. Gone, and what do you think he said? He said, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're going to do it anyway, so you guys better figure it out. Um, and I can say today, Frank, for probably the last probably seven, eight, ten years maybe, we've been the premier equestrian facility in America. It's so it's been a lot of fun. Unbelievable. I, I went over during the uh, – the, what was it, Jerry? The professional bull riding, the champ, the team championships. Yep. Over there. Oh my God, was that a blast? Yeah. Now I went down to file a little report, and I did some video, and we showed it on the show and everything. And after I was done, and I got what I wanted, I was like, "Well, I kind of want to see who wins." So I stuck around, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. The atmosphere was great. The place was packed, and it was a lot of fun. Now, what's going on right now? Now everyone knows, oh, the rodeos in town. This is like the the biggest gathering of people in the year. But right. what specifically is happening here at the South Point this week? Well, uh, to find that out, Frank, uh, I have to pull out my handy-dandy okay. <laughs> uh, Vegas Cowboys Central Guide. I don't know if your cameras can pick this we can up. See it. Now, I want to explain to Ryan, this, he, this is, is a pamphlet, Ryan. This is before you had everything on your phone. Correct. You'd actually get a piece of paper that you could write with and like, tuck and in And I'm going to give you one. Though, I'll Frank. take it. Yeah, Heck yeah. yeah. Schedule of events. Now, baby. this is everything happening at the South Point here for the two weeks during the rodeo. So it is really, really amazing what goes on here. Yep. But listen, we uh, there's no uh, there's not, no secrets here. We are taking advantage of what uh, what the city is bringing us sure. with the National Finals Rodeo. And um, I'll, I'll start in the beginning. So before the rodeo even starts, rodeo always starts first Thursday of December every year. Mm -hmm. uh, we do the Miss Rodeo America Horsemanship. I saw them ride walking through the hotel one That's morning. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful event. Then we do the National Finals Breakaway Roping, which I don't know if your listeners know what that is, but uh, they can Google it. Yeah. Breakaway <laughs> Roping. There you go. Yeah, Ryan can send them the link. Um, and then we roll into the Benny Binion Buck and Bull and Horse Sale. Right. Then we have the World Futurity Bronc Finale. Um, on and on it's and on. Activity. It's nonstop. But currently, right now, we are doing uh, what's called the World Series of Team Roping. Oh wow! Uh, this event here, you were talking about the uh, race book and everything. This is the third richest equestrian event in the world. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, we will pay out. I say we, it's our promoter, our, our, our friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Our, sure, our friends did. from the world series, Connie Gentry and, and her team, they will pay out this year over seven days, $17 million, more money than what is paid out at the national finals rodeo. And these are all amateurs, Frank. Right. It's, it's, it's so cool to watch, you know, a husband and a wife or, you know, a couple guys that are you know electricians in oklahoma to come here and win <laughs> right. 450 grand yeah right. i mean it's it's amazing and it's cool and it's just it's exciting no, wait, did that electrician story happen or were you just oh every day it's okay. happening every day out there no way they're winning huge huge money and like i said it's all amateurs these are not the guys from the nfr it's guys like me and you right. that rope on the weekends well, wait a second so you and i could <laughs> well compete. maybe now, hold on wait we might get my cam we're gonna shoot some video ryan all right that's I can right. do it. It's just anyone can enter and just jump up. Absolutely. <laughs> if you've got uh, $2,500 uh, uh, and you want to enter, the, well, there you go, Frank. How much did we win on this horse race? How much did I win on this horse race? $30? Um, yeah, it's and by the way, honestly, I've, you know, I've been here a couple months. I've never seen the South Point this busy. And it's Cowboys. It's Spurs. It's these people walking by. Hello, ladies. How are you? That's right. Um, yeah, and just the <laughs> nicest people in the world. And there's entertainment. There's live entertainment every night here at the, at the South Point. Uh, in the lounge, there's uh, musicians. It's it's a phenomenal event. Yeah, yeah. We do the buckle ceremonies every night. Which if you have not been, Frank, I have not been to a buckle ceremony. Out. You should check that out. Now, so, what is a buckle ceremony so for those? Who all, don't know? Every night for ten days at the rodeo, they have the go round winners. So the winners that win each night come here and collect their gold buckle for the night. Oh, okay. And it's packed. It's hosted by Flint Rasmussen and Joe Beaver. It's live on the Cowboy Channel. Yeah, the Cowboy uh, Channel. Yeah, huge, huge event. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like you said, they roll into the concerts yeah. know, after that. So that's why I'm losing my voice, Frank. It's been a long <laughs> week already. Well, I want to so, I, I want to go back a little even farther than when you were setting this place up. Further. Do you say further? Farther is distance. So if I'm going back in time, is it further or farther? Yeah. I'm going to go back a ways. <laughs> um, I always get that one mixed up. You went to UNLV, so you, you you've been in you. Where were you born and raised? So I'm from Yuma, Arizona, oh, okay. Frank. Yes, yeah, small town. Came to Vegas in 1982 to play football, and uh, I came to Vegas to actually cool down a little bit. I don't know if you know Yuma. Yuma <laughs> you gets take a little the hot down to Yuma? there. Isn't oh, that, absolutely. That's okay. uh, an old movie. <laughs> um, so we actually have some footage of you playing quarterback at UNLV. Come on. I went online, and Ryan and I put oh, this together. No. Here it is. This is you against Washington State coming out of the huddle. Hey, please don't share this with too many people. No, Frank. no. Are you me? <laughs> I mean, look, well, look at the, watch the drop back here. Watch the feet. Look at the, watch the footwork. Here we go. 
Jumping I hope you this is watch- 1986. Look at did. that. Nice. What is that? Seven step drop. Yeah, that was the gun. old days. Boom. Complete right there. So yeah, this was against Washington State. I I I, I did a deep dive on you. I wanted and this is another play, Ryan. Yep. Yeah. There's another completion. There we go. Well, out pattern. Boom. Now I had a, I had a really, I hope you didn't watch the whole game because uh, <laughs> I had one there that was not pretty. I do remember that. I see back in our days, Frank, I, I've tried to explain this to my kids. You know, first of all, there was no shotgun. Nobody was in the shotgun yeah, back right. then. We didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, number two, we only threw it when it was third and long. You know, now these kids are throwing it. For, you know, there were no two-yard passes right. when I played. It was, it's third and 12. Oh, man. Okay, we got to throw. You know, I mean, it was a running backs league. It was Ricky Williams. It was well. And speaking of running backs, did you? Icky Woods was on the team. He was. That's right. Well, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, so Icky Woods used to he used to run over us when he was with the Bengals. Yeah. And then he had the Icky Shuffle. Are you familiar with the Icky Shuffle, Ryan? I am. I wonder if Frank can do it, Uh, Ryan. I'll do it. Let's see. (laughs) Do we have insurance on me? (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, That's the Icky Shuffle. But uh, yeah, you put and Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So I was the trivia question: Who followed Randall Cunningham? So uh, yeah, that was me. I got to, I got to follow that guy, right? That's a guy who followed Randall Cunningham. Yeah, Steve Sowers. Steve Sowers. <laughs> That's hysterical. What was? I mean, could you tell? I mean, with the arm strength and the speed, Randall Cunningham, he was going to be a pro or playing at a, at a college that's not known for its football. Um, and he was a punter too. I, was he? Not? Yeah, all yeah. American. You know, a lot of people don't. They think he was an All-American quarterback. Randall was actually an All-American punter. Right. Yeah, two years in a row. Um, I don't know if we knew. We were kids. You yeah. know, I mean, did we know he was going to be in the NFL? I mean, I don't know that we knew that. Shoot, 17, 18, 19 years. I think he, he played, played forever. Yeah. yeah, you saw around. Randy Moss uh, yeah. shoot. You know, he helped make Randy that's who he true. was. That At the Eagles. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, uh, Vikings. Oh, Vikings. If you remember. Sorry, yeah. That's sorry, right. Vikings, Vikings, that's right. Vikings. But no, it was a lot of fun. So I redshirted in 82. Then I backed up Randall, 83 and 84. And then the coach looked around and said, well, you're the only guy left. So, you know, get in there. So I played 85 and 86. And, yeah, we had a great run, you know. Um, uh, the other thing we're famous for back then, Frank, is I was the offensive captain. Okay. And we had a guy named Suge Knight who was the defensive captain. <laughs> really? So there you go. Google another, him. What happened another, to him? What happened with Suge Knight? Where is he currently? I bet you I could tell you where he's going to be for the next eight to ten years. I can tell you where he is. He's he's in the pokey, Frank. Yeah, he yeah. Is, yeah. He was on the team. Oh, yeah. He was our defensive captain, and he was a baller. Sugar was a baller and a great and a great person. Wow, just a great guy. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, and, there we go. And see, when I see Stallworth and I see football, I was wondering, are you related to Steeler Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver John Stallworth? Uncle John. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's okay. So, uh, uh, so how can people come down here? How can we come see the all the events down here at the South Point? I want people. Please to know. come down. It's free to the public. Uh, we open the doors about eight o'clock every morning. That first rope is flying at about eight o'clock. But also, Frank, not just the uh, the team roping, but we also have about 150,000 square feet of vendors uh, yeah, that, uh, gift that, show. Yeah, that's right. And they're, they're at the front door. They're all over inside the casino, but that, that's right. in the, in the uh, convention hall. Or Correct. Whatever you call it. Okay. So come do some Christmas shopping. Come, you know, it's all Western lifestyle related uh, apparel and, you know, shoot, if you want a saddle or some spurs, we can get those for you too, Frank. I, might, I wonder if I should get some spurs and come walking in <laughs> with some spurs maybe. <laughs> I, it's the jingle, jangle, jingle, jingle, jangle. There you go. I don't know if it's the same guy, but two days in a row, I've come out of the business center. And, well, I mean, look, I'm sure there's more than one person wearing spurs. Are they permitted in the hotel, by the way? Are we like, Absolutely. We can wear spurs anywhere here. That's right. Um, what's your favorite What's your favorite upcoming part about uh, not it being, I'm sure when it's over, you can exhale, but you're having so much fun. What's uh, What's one event this weekend? Because I might, I, you know, I'm here. I want to come back and see something. Well, there's, I, there's a ton of good stuff. I just want to see some roping. I, I will tell you. Frank, there's nothing more fun. And as you read this, go to the short goes. When you see short go, so what they do. Short go. Now, now, if, if you don't mind, let me educate your public. Please, real quick. I, that's so, what we need. Um, a lot of so people... 30 years ago, team roping was kind of a dying sport. There okay. were there were about 20,000 team ropers in the country because guys like me and you would. It's like golf. Team roping is like golf for cowboys. Guys like me and you would go out and pay our 50 bucks to rope on the weekend somewhere, and we'd get our. But by yeah, these right. A guys, yeah. and after a while, we like forget this. Right. So a guy named Denny Gentry created a handicap system just like golf. Oh wow! So now every time these guys rope, their handicap changes and adjusts and everything else. So what you'll see here is, and it's one to ten. Okay. So the guys at the NFR, those guys are tens. Okay. Those are tens. So guys like me and you, we can sit on a horse. Right. We're mm-hmm. a one. Mm-hmm. We can hold a rope. Maybe we're a two. Um, <laughs> So what you'll see is there's a, a 10 roping, oh, for instance. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay? yeah, I see that. So a 10 means 
I'm a five header roping the head of the steer. Okay. You're a healer. You're a five healer. Or I can be a six and you can be a four. Oh, or heel I can be getting a the heels. Correct. Okay. Or I can be a seven. You can be a three as long as it adds up to 10. Okay. So, uh, and a lot of guys will rope. If I'm a five, I can rope in the 10, the 11, the 12. I can rope in the nine. I just have to get different partners to qualify with to be able to do that. Okay. But long story short, when you see short go, like for instance, what's today? Wednesday, Frank, uh, the short go is at 2.15. So they right bring the all of these ropers that qualify for the top. They bring back the 20 ropers for that. The arena is absolutely jam-packed. Yeah. Um, and these are, keep in mind now, all amateurs. Amateurs, I love that. So imagine going to the Super Bowl and throwing your first pass at, in front of a crowd that you've never done before. So right. these guys are throwing ropes that are amateurs in front of 5,000 people. That's and it's awesome. Really, yeah, and, and it's that really cool for the watch. first time. Like oh, that, that, and yeah, it's so great. cool. Like I said, when a husband and wife wins, or a or a dad and a daughter, that's or, the best. Yeah. You know, or a couple just blue collar guys from yeah. you know from New Mexico or Oklahoma right. or Texas. It's pretty cool. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. something I think I'd be good at: the Ram Rodeo tailgate party. I there you go. <laughs> I think I'm a ten. I'm a level ten on that. If you that's want to right. put me down as a ten, you could probably put me down as eleven. I'm going to say that go. right now. I can tell from five to ten. I can go five to eleven. I can do that. That's right. I have done that, and I will do that. Now, Frank, um, I got to ask you before yes, I leave. Please. I know no, you're no, gonna. No. I know you're gonna kick me out of here. No, but no, no. Stay as long. Tell as me you. about our rebels. I was just read we're about twelve and a half point dogs uh, against Kansas in well, uh, in the guaranteed rate bowl. We'll all be down there, right? So, trying well, to, we, what, know, who are you we, gonna take? Uh, Ryan talks a lot of UNLV football, and Alex White. Uh, do you know Alex is a lovely girl who comes down to sports betting analyst. He's on. She's on our show a couple times. She's a UNLV graduate. And the coach Odom, he won Coach of the Year in the conference, right? That's is it right. Barry? Barry Odom. Barry right. Odom. So what do you think, Ryan? Ryan's a big unit. He's went to Southern Utah, but you follow UNLV more than All I right. do. Yeah. I what mean, do you we think, like Ryan? UNLV in this game. I mean, <clears throat> it's in Phoenix. UNLV hasn't established much of a crowd. Yeah, you um, brought that up when they played in the championship down the street. You're like, wear red, come support the team. Yeah. And it was a pretty good crowd. They lost that game, but they had a good good crowd going. Yep. Um, I mean, they're they're off two. Two tough losses going on the road. Kansas has a fan base as a school in general. So yep. I think Kansas is going to travel a little bit well. They Weeville. travel well. Very they do. Well. Especially um, hoops. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. And yep. Kansas is a much up-and-coming program. So I think that the, what you said, 12. They got their work cut out for them? Is that I think it opened at 10 went to 12, I think. Okay, so it, it's going yeah. up. It, it's probably warranted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what well, I'm taking aside. It's warranted. It's warranted. I'm not going to take it, but it's 12 and a half. So I'm going, uh, we're going to go down to that one, and then I'm going to the Cotton Bowl this year too, Frank. So we're going to go see is Ohio State, Missouri. Ohio State, Missouri. Oh, yep. and Jeff Parles, who hosts Sports by the Book, is a Missouri graduate, and he was really hoping they'd be in the Fiesta Bowl so he could drive there. But I don't. Is he going? he's not going to make it to the Cotton Bowl, is he? So. Now, my guys are telling me the tickets for that game at 70 to 80% Missouri. Oh, yeah? Because right. Ohio State is... Not happy that, that they're, they're in a bit it, of right? Letdown. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Right, right. But listen, you lose to Michigan, you're not going to make the, you know, come on. You had your chance. You, 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 plus, you Ryan Day is in the transfer portal, right? <laughs> now, could you imagine this transfer portal? Could you imagine if you could just switch schools every year when you played? Or You know, Frank, when I played, if you transferred, it's because you got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was right. a knucklehead. He has to transfer, yeah. you know? Yeah, we didn't, have, we didn't have that program when I played. We didn't have NIL either back in the day, well, Frank. How about so that? I mean, that was a whole other thing. And then Matt Rule comes out and says, well, you know, a good quarterback costs like a million dollars in the transfer portal for the no money. I mean, it's like, wait, what? Crazy. I, it's insane. I, if I could have gotten a couple hundred, that would have been cool, man. I mean, you know. Now, you're wearing a yeah. cowboy hat. I grew up, my dad uh, made me watch Westerns as a kid a lot. Love so it. I have some favorite Westerns. Before we get you out of here and we do the tree wager, uh, what are some of your favorite Western movies? Well, it's got to be the 310 to Yuma, for 310 sure. while you're from Yuma. Yeah, Brian there Rays. you go. Absolutely. John Wayne movies at all? Uh, of course. Yeah. But same thing with my dad, right? Yeah, Big yeah, Jake was a movie I always the watched. The Cowboys with John Wayne. And so, then you got your Clint Eastwood stuff. Well, our favorite at our house, my dad was married five times. He has okay. three three sons with three different wives. And if you remember, that was Bonanza. Yeah, it was. So Adam, big Joe, Little Joe, Haas, Haas right? and Little Joe. Oh, there wow. you go. So we were big Bonanza fans. I love house. that. There All you right. Go. And the last thing we're going to do with you, Steve Stallworth, is we have a Christmas tree here that Sean brought in. Moneybags over here who just hit on this race, taking the tip <laughs> from someone on Race Day Las Vegas, uh, hosted by Ralph Scirocco. Scirocco. Um we don't know how much he paid for this tree, so you're going to tell us because I don't know. I've only bought Christmas trees oh. in California the past, uh, you know, 25 years, so I don't know. So this is a little guy. This is well, I'm. I was standing next to it, and I was taller, so this is about a six footer. <laughs> <laughs> Anne's biggest laugh of the week. Biggest laugh. 
On the height joke, of course. Now, is um, it a real tree? That's a Frank? real tree. Hold no, on. It's a real tree. Okay. Okay, I won't move it. <laughs> so this is about what? Four-footer. Four-footer. It's real. That's what he's saying. All right. Wanted to show everybody. Oh, God. I got to get the chair again. Hold on, everyone. Okay. So uh, I only know California prices on trees, which were crazy. I don't know if they're cheaper here in the desert. Maybe they're more. Uh, what do you think the price of this tree I'm was? I'm thinking that was a buy one, get one, Frank. <laughs> that was a bogo. Yeah. It's a bogo tree. That like, was... Please, God, take this tree. That we was so many. Buy the six footer. We're going to throw this one in, man. That's that's my pick. That's my guess. But... I'm going to say uh, 30 bucks. Ryan, do you have a guess on this? I, I was going to say 40. 40? I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under 30. Under 30. Jerry, do you have a, a guess? Oh, you know the amount, though. He knows the oh, amount. And uh... our director, and. 35. 35. Well, I know. Yeah, I was going to say you're doing prices right. You can't do that. All right, Sean, the grand total for the cost of that tree was? Charlie Brown tree. Okay. The original price was 49. But you bought a big tree. You bought a big tree. Ah, there we go, baby. I had no inside scoop either. Did they throw it in or you paid? I was looking at it and they were like, they So this was free? Because you bought the big one. Wow. He knows, listen, ladies hey. and gentlemen, he knows his equestrian <laughs> arenas, he knows his horses, he knows his quarterback, and he knows his trees, uh, damn it. Well, anyway, we're glad we have a Christmas tree. Steve, thank you so much for coming right. in. Thank uh, you, I want to come over and check out some stuff. We're going to get Ryan some caffeine. Maybe Come on over. What do you have? Yeah, yeah let's get Ryan going. Come on over. And Ryan, please burn the tape when I leave. No, no, no. Yeah. I found that. All right, Steve Sauer, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back in a couple minutes. All right. Thank you thank very you. much. Man, that was great. Whoa, Jesus. Right, that was great. We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day. Plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service, 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, you can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your south of the border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster, beers on tap, and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouth-watering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old-fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake. <laughs> There's the tree. Oh, look at that. That's a nice shot. And there you go. Welcome back to Punch Lines. I'm Frank Nicotero. We just had Steve Salworth here, who's the general manager of the Equestrian Center here. What a fantastic guest. And this is something that happened off camera uh, while we took that quick little break. He hadn't seen any of that game footage in like 30 plus years, he said. He goes, where did you guys find that? And I just kind of dove around on YouTube last night. I was up late, running around the parking lot, screaming Ryan's name, looking for Steve Salworth football clips. So he's having Ryan send him the clip because it, it's like an hour and 40 minutes. It's probably every play in the game. And he said there's a play on that game he doesn't want to see. But Ryan had cut it down to a package where he was three for three, so he'll, he'll use that. But he was like, he was like thrilled that we found that. Uh, you could see the gen when I said we have some footage. Here. He's like, wait, what? So the uh, the internet, YouTube, which you're watching right now. And speaking of YouTube, let's see. 
Lucky man, Ryan's back. Yay, he says. Uh, funny open. Now that's acting, says Bob Delcel. Yeah. And uh, by the way, we might as well mention this, and I'll, we'll show a clip later in the week. If you want a Christmas tradition, what Christmas traditional movies do you watch, Ryan? You and your family, maybe you and your, your lady. That's right. Uh, I called her your lady. What am I, 400 years old? You and your gal. I mean, <laughs> quite a figure on that guy. My friend the other day said, my friend Christian goes, oh, yeah, she's a great girl with a nice figure. I'm going, hey, grandpa. All right, anyway, Christian, if you're watching. Anyway, what, what Christmas movies do you watch? Uh, Tiff's a big fan of The Grinch. The so, Grinch, as yeah, corny is okay. What else? Uh, like, oh, Jerry, like Jerry's hand went up on the Grinch. He threw up the horns for the Grinch. Oh, he could do the Grinch face. That's right. <laughs> All right, the Grinch. Um, Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Always, you have to watch always, on Christmas yep. Eve on repeat. You got to check in. You got to see him shoot his eye out. Yeah. Um, here's a, a little known fact about me. I don't know why that would be like people. Would, uh, my family and I, we actually saw Christmas Story in the theater when it came out on Christmas Day. The movie only made like. A million dollars. It made no money in the theater. It became a classic on TV. But my dad's like, we're going to go see this movie because uh, Gene Shepard, I think, he had done some PBS stuff that my dad liked and we went and saw it. And it became, you know, we, I love the movie. I would tell my friends, you got to see this movie, Christmas Story. And by the time we were back in school, it was already out of theaters. And thank God it found a second life. There's actually a sequel. And then there was a new one last year that I never watched. There was I like, yeah, Ralphie yeah, all grown up. I'll have to watch it this year. But Christmas That's Story is good. There's way too many. We're going to do a show where we talk Christmas movies coming up. But that's a good one. Yes, Anne has one. Ben, yeah. Did Jerry, you get Jerry's Grinch face? Do your, Can do we do Grinch it? Grinch face. <laughs> you know how creepy it looks when he's dark like that? Yeah. <laughs> no light. Like, this is like someone could recut. I think there's a, a recut version of the Grinch trailer where it's a horror movie. You know, like they recut like fun movies, but they can make it look like horror. Elf. Elf with Will Ferrell, another classic. Yep. Someone recut it as a horror movie and it works. It's like really scary. It's a grown man as an elf coming to get you. Uh, let's see some of the other live comments. Uh, Tom Brady, fake hair, had no hair in the front, and now he has tons of hair. McConaughey also. You know, I think people who get work done on their hair, I don't think it's that bad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I actually think it's not a bad, you should do it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about Moving that. On. Any relation to John Stallworth? Paul Sugarman, I had it written down. Don't think that I'm stealing that joke from you. I had was he related to John Stallworth. Uh, let's see. Ryan. Uh, okay. Odds on Ryan and Frank in the team roping competition, Joey B. said, Chris Andrews, where are you at? Chris, give me a line. Well, Chris has said I'm allowed to make lines, right? So Ryan and I, no, I'm not allowed to make lines. No spurs allowed in the pool area. New signs around Vegas this month. Joey, very funny. The Reno Rodeo is like the Super Bowl of rodeo events. Don't try to steal our heat, Reno, Paul. This is Las Vegas. Okay, you're our little our little brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now and, and Mindar is it Minidar or Mindar? Minidar. Mini. Is there an I there? Or is it Mindar? Mindar. Mini. Thank you for pointing Mini. this out. And Sean also pointed out. Now I crumpled up my ticket. I crumpled up my 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 ticket on my my cousin Vito or whatever <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> the Italian horse. My man Vito, my cousin Vito. Hey, hey, hey Vito. He got scratched, which means in horse racing means he got whacked. You got whacked, you got scratched. You're talking time. The horse was scratched. You don't got whacked. whacked. He didn't even run. So guess what? I get my money back. That's cannoli money right there. So I get my three bucks back, but I'm giving it to Sean, who's going to cash in his ticket. And then tomorrow, when you guys are up watching uh, race day with Ralph Ralph Soraco, whatever pick he gives out, throw my three bucks on there. Is it on tomorrow? Yeah. Yes. Why is race everyone day, laughing? Las Vegas. What's that? Race what did I call day, it? Las Vegas. What did I call it? Race day with Ralph Soraco. <laughs> Well, Ralph should. It's like, well, punchlines with Frank Nicotero. All right. Anyway, race day Las Vegas with Ralph Soraco. And uh, Frank wishes he had a good figure. Thank you, Vito. That's the friend of mine who said, oh, gal's got a nice figure. Yeah, nice gams on that one. Okay. And uh, Die, Die Hard, Hard is, is a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. That's your stepdad. I, absolutely. Which version of 310 to Yuma did I watch your stepdad? Both. I've actually seen both. Seen that was it wasn't Gary Cooper. I think he was it? asking which one is Steve's favorite. Oh, it was Steve. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a crap about me. I know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Turfway Parkway. And the, okay, Mindar, great payouts and great value at Turfway Park. All right. Well, we love the live comments. Today is busier than ever, by the way. I don't Thank know. With, with Matt, there was a good amount of interaction. What's that again? The, the past two episodes, there was, yeah. there was a good amount of yeah, interaction. Yeah, we encourage it. We love that you guys do that. Um, I know Lucky Man, or should I call you Sean? Lucky Man, or should I call you Tommy? I found out who Lucky Man is. A little background. <laughs> it's been a mystery to this show. 
I know who you are. How's the weather in North Carolina right now? <laughs> See what he says about that. Is That's he? Right. Is he actually? I thought he said his daughter was a daughter, a student at at uh, North Carolina. She's Tar Heel. Well, maybe he could call his daughter and ask her the weather. <laughs> No, but anyway, he's a friend of Kevin Belenkoff's who watches the show every day. And Kevin even says, he goes, hey, man, that lucky man, he, he watches the show every day. He loves the show. I'm like, I know. We, he, he's there every day. We love him. Yeah. We, we go back and forth with him. So, everyone, thank you for watching the show. We have some hot takes or Frank's takes, whatever we call them, that we wanted to get back to. We wanted to get Steven here. It's National Cocoa Day, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is it Horse Day, it's National Cocoa Day. And what I would say that you should do is drink a cup of piping hot cocoa while riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a competition they should have it get stole stalworth get him back here that's what i want to see on national horse day the coco riding competition and they're out there on the horses trying not to scald themselves i'm an idea man all right i got ideas coming at me all day ah they come flying in that was michael keaton from night shift by the way you, stole that. you knew that i did know that and my soulmate for all pop culture pop culture references <laughs> From the 80s. From the 80s, yes, exactly. Ah, I get these ideas. I'm an idea man, Chuck. All right, look at this one. Eliminate idea to eliminate garbage. Edible paper. Eat it, gone. Eat it, it's out of there. No garbage. <laughs> that is verbatim, by the way. I've seen the movie Night Shift over 100 times. This is Chuck. Bill, to shut up. Right? Oh, my God. Night Shift. Uh, have you ever seen Night Shift? Henry Winkler, the Fonz. I, I, why am I wasting my time telling me he's the Fonz? Henry Winkler, who you know as the coach from Waterboy, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he and Michael Keane in Michael Keane's first movie, they, uh, they, start, uh, they start an escort service from the mortuary. They're both working the night shift, and they got all that oh, space. Man. And Shelley Long from Cheers, uh, which was a show on Waverly, uh, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. And a Oscar-winning superstar is an extra in the party scene in the morgue right behind Michael Keane. He's trying to balance a beer on his head. Kevin Costner's right behind him. What? Kevin Costner even gets a credit, I think. But Kevin Costner and the little girl in the elevator... That's the, the mugger with the cookies that beats uh, Henry. It's Shannon Doherty. No way. It is. So Shannon Doherty and Kevin Costner, both not me. My all-time favorite movie. So anyway, National Cocoa Day. I, I might have just, I don't drink hot beverages. I don't even, I don't even drink cocoa. Wow. Do you drink cocoa? Hot chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. Marshmallows? Yeah. Nope. Again. Marshmallow, whipped cream. My mom would give me hot cocoa, Swiss Miss, little packet. I'd let it cool. Then I'd drink it like chocolate milk. That's gross. I don't like hot beverages. I, we've, we've gone over this. Everyone knows that. I'm sure the chat room's a fire about that. Like, Ryan, come on. Don't you know Frank hates hot beverages? All right. Uh, this date in sports history, back in 2015, Tennessee Titan running back Derrick Henry hoisted the 81st Heisman Trophy. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, he's slowing down a little bit, but these guys take so much beatings, right? But the reason, we have a video clip of uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, there's Derrick Henry. He wins the 81st Heisman. Who was... Uh, who are the other players there? Do we know? Deshaun Watson. It was Deshaun Watson? And Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, that's right, at Stanford, was third. Now, this is the most famous play. You can go ahead and roll that in. This is an unbreakable record. It's unbreakable. It's a 99-yard touchdown run by Derrick Henry uh, against the Jags. I mean, he's just a man amongst boys. Look at these. Look at the stiff arm. Now, right there. How is he not down? Bam, get out of my way. Get off me. Move. Touchdown. Doesn't even go down. Tony Dorsett, when I was a kid, had a 99-yard run for the Cowboys against the Vikings. I think we showed it on the show. I'm not sure if we have. It was on Monday Night Football. And, you know, it's an unbreakable record. That can never be broken. And Derrick Henry shares that, too. Uh, Tony Dorsett, I remember, he, he, just, he got into the end zone and he dropped the ball, not realizing that he should hold on to it and that Canton, Ohio, where the Hall of Fame is, would want it. And they had to, like, somehow track it down. I, they have a football. It may, may or may not be the right one. I don't know if they took Derrick Henry's ball or if he kept it, but it should be in the Hall of Fame. Because, again, it's one of those records you can't break. Like, the longest possible touchdown you can score is 109 yards. And it happened on an interception return. Or Antonio Cromartie Jr. Uh, had a, a kick. It was a missed field goal. And he caught it right there. His heels are on the paint. It was a guy for the Chargers. I think it's Antonio Cromartie Jr. And then he ran it back 109 yards. Devin so, Hester had one, too. Hester had a 109-yarder? Yep. Yeah. The, uh, kick it, return. It yeah. can never be broken. There's yep. very few records that can never be broken. Missed field goal. Uh, Cy Young. He won 511 games. No one's ever going to beat that. No one's ever going to win 300. Although Cy Young would pitch like a triple header. You know? how, many, how many wins did you get today, Cy? Put me down for five. Uh, okay. Uh, and by the way, the Titans versus Texans this week, talking gambling, the Titans are two-and-a-half-point two favorites against the Texans. Uh, what do you think of that? That's because C.J. Stroud, he's in the protocol, or is he out? Um, let me look. Do we know? I know you landed late. Usually I can go to Ryan, and he has these. I know. I'm sorry. 
But I know it's two and a half. Uh, Titans are favored coming off that big win against the Dolphins, which, of course, set an all-time record. Teams had been, what, 0-767 oh, went down by 14 points or three minutes ago, and the Titans came back and won. Will Levis, and Will Levis, the only rookie quarterback to throw 300 yards on Monday Night Football. I found that mind-boggling. So there's the line. Yeah, two and a half and 38. Uh, I mean, again, of course, the Texans burned me last week. I took them against the Jets in our Farley Parlay, and it lost. But the Titans? Are they making a late-season run? I don't know. Levis is looking comfortable back there. Stroud is still in protocol. Stroud um, is in protocol. That must yeah. be where that line. You probably didn't see any of the Miami-Tennessee game because you were... Yeah, I was at the You were at the Packers. Giants game, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they blew a 14-point lead with three minutes to go. Teams had been 0-766, and, and they're now 1-7 or whatever, or 767. And, and Will Levis, yes. the first rookie yeah. quarterback to throw for 300 yards on Monday Night Football, that seems impossible. You know yeah. what it is? In it's the Mayo. In a 100-year league. <laughs> it's league, the mail yeah, and banana. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it's first. hard to believe. That's unbelievable. All right. Uh, also, happy birthday to Ferguson Jenkins. Uh, speaking of Derrick Henry winning the 81st Heisman Trophy, Chicago Cubs, Texas Ranger. This guy pitched forever. Fergie Jenkins. Look how big he was, too, man. Here's Fergie Jenkins. That's Gary Templeton at the plate. How much do I know baseball? I would bet my life that was Gary Templeton. Switch hitter. Fergie Jenkins, 300-game winner, Hall of Famer. That was his 3,000th K. That was his 3,000th K. Look it up right now. If it's Gary Templeton, I'm amazing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Gary Templeton's claim to fame. He was traded straight up from St. Louis to San Diego for Ozzie Smith. It is Templeton. It is Templeton. I couldn't see from here. I could just tell by that batting stance and that helmet. Uh, Gary Templeton, I'm almost positive, had 100 hits from each side of the plate one year. 200-hit season, 100 lefty, 100 righty. Not many guys have done that. I think he was first, but he was a great shortstop, but he kind of, he kind of, the he, he, he was traded for Ozzie Smith. So San Diego Padre fans weren't so happy because Ozzie went on to St. Louis and had Hall of Fame career and won a World Series there. But Gary Templeton, and Gary Templeton would lollygag, man. He, uh, Mike O'Day, if you're watching, we were at a game and I believe Mike O'Day yelled. I believe he yelled at Gary Templeton coming in like, hey, Gary, run the, run the ball out. Templeton was like, yeah, man. All right. Yeah, he yeah he hated us. So Templeton made, was had a hits had a hundred hits from each side of the plate in 1979. I was going to say 78. It was a 79 baseball card. Yeah, and I don't know if anyone else has ever done that. He was maybe the first. He was the first. Willie Wilson did it in 1980. So the Willie year, Wilson next year. did it the next year. All right. See, yeah, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you study baseball cards. You can get a show like this, and then you can wager a tree, or <laughs> wager on a tree, and you meet Steve Stallworth. Um, all right, and uh, I think I would be remiss if I didn't talk about a very special birthday today. Ladies and gentlemen, today turning 34 years old. 22. What was that? 22. 22. Taylor Swift. Happy birthday to Taylor Swift. There she is kissing a man. Who is that man? I don't recognize that's Travis. Some Tyson. football player. Some football player. So uh, I did a deep dive. I did a deep dive last night and found the Stallworth footage. Did a deep dive. That uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey is planning a surprise party for Taylor Swift. That was the headline. And I'm like, well, the guy sitting in a room in Vegas is reading about it. I think Taylor Swift might be alerted that there. It says uh, a semi-private surprise party. I don't know. But he's throwing her a birthday. What would you get Taylor Swift for her birthday, Ryan? She turns 34. She has everything. She's a billionaire. What would you buy her? I don't know if I'd buy her something specific. I'd what probably would you just... get her? Would you wish her probably go on vacation with her you'd go on vacation with yeah, taylor and where would depending. you want to go with taylor swift on vacation well, personally probably like fiji or something yeah but i'm sure she's been there she's so. flipping the bill she probably owns yeah. a home there yeah so she's a billionaire wherever she hasn't been there you go i don't know where she hasn't but she's been a lot of places uh anyway happy birthday taylor Swift, 34 boy it just seems like she was 22 but yeah 34 years old uh the biggest star in the whole world she's pointing to that cake did you make that or was that a pit you made that little collage no that's uh well the collage yes but yeah the, that picture is from. Well, yeah, I, you didn't design birthday. the picture, yeah. but anyway, uh, yeah, I love that. Is there a cat on there? Do I see cats? Yeah, there's several cats on the cake. Oh, she's a big cat person. I just creeped. I was like looking at the cake, and I was like, oh, I like the colors. I'm like, is that a cat's head? <laughs> there's several cats. It's like that. They're How many triangles cats, are in this dude, picture? Not pictures. What's that again? So those are actual cats too, not. Like <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. So Taylor, I don't know what I'd get her. I mean, since she's turning 34, I'd probably get her. Amazon gift card for $34. That's kind of my thing. What about 87? I, I, I think I had that originally. I was going to get 87. Yeah. 
well, you know, times are tough. I lost $3 on a horse race today. So, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm getting it back actually. Uh, yeah. So Taylor Swift, happy birthday to Taylor Swift, Ferguson Jenkins, big show. Um, so we got Thursday night football tomorrow and it's going to be right down the street, Ryan. How many games have the Raiders played on national TV? Doesn't it seem like this every year? week? Yeah. Every game. Every game's been national TV or the late afternoon game, the 125 start. Um, so this game, of course, uh, Justin A. Uh, Justin A. Bear. Thinking of Bobby A. Bear from the Saints. Justin Herbert is out. Index finger. He's out. Backup quarterback for the Chargers is. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. I wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> Therefore, Frank, I know I was absent. I had a note from my mom, so I don't need to know who the San Diego Chargers backup. I can tell you Gary Templeton had 100 hits from either side of the plate in 1978. I do not know the San Diego Chargers backup quarterback. Matt Neverett, I think, mentioned it yesterday. Matt knew it. Easton Stick. <laughs> What's that? Easton Stick. Easton Stick? Yeah, the best hockey player name that could have happened. Oh, in my God. East, he's named after an aluminum bat. Easton. Wow, stick. Easton Stick. That sounds like a Rocky. That sounds like someone Rocky would fight in he, a Rocky movie. He chose the wrong sport. Yeah, he sure did. There was a guy Rocky found one of the movies. Big Yank Ball was the guy's name. Big Yank Ball. I love that name. And uh, there's so many good names in the Rocky fights. Uh, anyway, so that game, uh, any feel for that game at all? Is anyone going to watch this game? Because you got, what, Aiden O'Connell playing for the Raiders. It's three and a half points. Raiders are favored right down the street. That might seem, I feel like I could get tickets to that game. <laughs> Maybe. They just lost three to nothing to the Vikings. <laughs> so it'll probably be the same thing. And the Chargers won, beat the Dolphins six to nothing two weeks ago. Yeah. Patriots. Uh, what's that? Beat the Patriots. Beat the Patriots. Sorry. Yeah. Chargers. Uh, yeah. Could be an offensive. I don't know. I, I still haven't seen the stadium, but I feel like, I feel like if I walked around Allegiant Stadium before kickoff, I feel like someone would give me $30 and their tickets. <laughs> They'd go, take this. just please take these off my hand. My boss gave them to me. I have to tell him I gave them to somebody. So, I don't know, I might try to go see that game. Uh, if it comes down to a kick, you know the guy I want kicking for me. Uh, I'm just fascinated by this story. This guy who kicks for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what's his name? Brandon Aubrey? Yep. Okay. So, this is him against Philadelphia. He's the first kicker in history to kick two 59-yard-plus field goals. And that ball right there had another 10 to 15 yards. That could have been, that was easy as 73. So this kid's going to break the record. Now, here's the second one, right? This is a 59-yarder drills it i mean that's not like one that climbs other rest are like yeah that's a no doubter this kid's unbelievable he's 30 for 30 in field goals he hasn't missed one yet and oh by the way he went to notre dame and you're like well i watch a lot of notre dame, notre dame football i don't remember this kid kicking he didn't kick played soccer yeah no interest in playing football no interest in playing football i don't know how he got how do you get to the nfl i think did he play in the uh usfl or xfl or something so it came out in the Dan Patrick show yesterday. Okay, that his wife gave him the idea to try out football in 2019. His wife after said he retired from playing soccer, and you know that was after a long argument, right? Where he's like, "I can't find work. <laughs> I, I tried. I was on Monster.com. Well, why don't you try kicking in the NFL? Like it's just so easy." And he was like, "You know what, babe? Good idea." And he just put it. He just call up an NFL team and say, "Hey, I think I can kick. I think I can be the best kicker in the NFL." He has yet to miss. He's 30 for 30. And he played soccer. I, it's just an amazing story. He doesn't even wear a kicker number. He's wearing number 17. Did yeah. no one tell him? Hey, kickers wear single single digits. You're supposed to wear like seven or six or two. Two or one. Yep. He's like, give me 17. And I have a super long neck. Maybe that helps. <laughs> and you even see him stretching his shirt out in that picture. I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, uh, I've been fascinated. I, I hate the Cowboys, but I'm fascinated by this guy. Every time he kicks out, he's making it look so easy. It's an amazing story. So, all right, do you have any picks tonight on anything? I know you flew in late. I, I, John, do you have any NBA picks tonight? Anything you like? <laughs> Here we go. Um, Here we go. The big three are back in Phoenix. What's the big three? <laughs> you mean, like, are you, are you talking? I thought. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. I, I, I think when I hear big three, I think Miami Heat, I think. Uh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and the tall, thin guy. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. I was going to say Chris something. So, yeah, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Chris Paul. They haven't played together yet, right? Yeah. It's their first game tonight that they've played together. All right, so that'll Bradley, be something good to watch. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Yeah. Bradley, Brad, oh, yeah, Bradley Beal, not yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul's in. Gold I should have quit the show a minute ago. I was trying to take it to the post, trying to take it to an hour. Well, we got we got Reno Paul's uh, Reno Paul. parlay for the day. He likes Brandon, he Brandon, 
Brandon Ingram over 24 and a half points and CJ McCollum o- over two and a half made three points. Uh, Reno Paul, we're gonna we're gonna look at that. Um Frank was in a good figure. Wait, Don Vito. My man Don Vito was scratched. Yeah, I get my money back. Thank you, man. Don. Hey guys, we really appreciate the live comments. It's highly entertaining. You guys are part of the show. That's why we're here. We do we want to entertain. We want to give you some gambling tips. Tomorrow we have on the show, uh, who's coming in tomorrow again? Jeff Parles is here. Jeff. No, but we had someone set up or no? That's for Friday. That's for Friday. All right. We won't talk about Friday then. Jeff Parles will be here. And uh, you know what? I want to make it a surprise, guys. We have a good show tomorrow. We appreciate you guys watching. Please spread the word about the show. Our subscribers are up to 860. Sorry for me to read that number. 858. 858. All right. Let's get to 900. Come on. Get to 900 in the next week or two for Christmas. Get me that, please, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, thank you for watching the show. As always, Sports by the Book comes up today. It's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Good morning. They're off. But tomorrow, race day, race day Las Vegas with Ralph Sirocco is on at 7 a.m. Pacific. So watch that. We will be, we'll be back here at noon tomorrow, Pacific, for another episode of Punchlines. That'll be episode 47 coming up tomorrow. We appreciate you guys watching. It's always a blast. I have fun. I hope you did too. Punchlines, line stands for Live in Nevada. Every show.